Welcome to Radio Arcadia. Chris Marcus here with you as always. Today is Tuesday, November 25th. I hope you're having a beautiful day out there wherever you may be. And today we're going to talk about a pretty interesting development in the gold market. That despite the fact that as the Wall Street and government media claims that gold is the useless relic that is declining in price because it was a bubble and can only fill a swimming pool with half of it as Warren Buffett always likes to claim or whatever it is that he says. Well, the Dutch repatriated about 122 tons of gold yesterday from the New York Federal Reserve, which certainly, well, I guess you could say makes you wonder why they would choose to do that now. Except for that, I think we actually have a very good understanding of why they may have chosen to do that, or at least why, well, let me rephrase that, perhaps who knows what a central bank actually does or why they do it, but why it's a wise idea to do that. And my guess is that possibly they were looking at what has happened to the Germans, who two years ago requested to have their gold back, and the Fed said, we'll give you about 10% over the next seven or eight years. And the Fed has even been behind on that schedule of delivering the gold. William Kay, hedge fund manager out of Hong Kong, that is a regular contributor on King World News, which is a good news source, especially if you're just digging into the whole gold and silver scene and would like to get some more familiarity with some of the good uh, experts out there like uh, Rick Rule, Eric Sprott, John Embry, that all appear regularly on King World News along with William Kay, who is also a guest there. And again, Kay has reported that a lot of the bars that we see going to certain places, the stamp doesn't match who had originally put it on deposit, meaning that you know people had dropped off one piece of gold and they're getting back a different one, which is not normally supposed to happen. And certainly all the evidence continues to indicate that there's a scramble to deliver the massive amount of physical gold that China and India continue to import. Many are wondering where is the gold coming from, mainly from the fact that the Chinese alone last year imported almost entirely the world's supply of mined gold. So imagine that each year there's a certain amount of gold that's mined out of the ground that goes to market. The rest, if you have buyers or sellers, but keep in mind that the price fell considerably at the same time that the Chinese alone were already taking up the world's supply. So again, it's not... Fortunately, none of these uh, current financial matters are really advanced calculus or stuff that requires a great degree of math, similar with the U.S. government and analyzing a treasury bond when they sit $18 trillion in debt, tack on another 100 plus for Social Security, Medicare, and despite that, you still see Congress fighting like an angry married couple and haven't yet to produce any sort of evidence to make you think that it's even likely to change or even more importantly, as I continue to believe more and more that from a higher level, it's actually designed this way. And what 
we're watching is actually uh, a great Broadway show designed to distract people from what's really going on around the globe, the things that governments are doing, and also keep people focused on having to spend the majority of their time working just to be able to afford the rising cost of living that I think remains uh, one of the big challenges for the majority of people in the world. So when you think perhaps about how this has been able to occur, I know a lot of people always make the comment because they have a hard time accepting that the gold and silver market could be manipulated. And they say, well, if that were the case, wouldn't anybody have mentioned anything about it? Which is a fair question. I, actually, I think it's an incredibly intelligent response. The only thing is that we've had no shortage of people who have been coming out and speaking out about this. Again, I mentioned William K. <clears throat> Again, I mentioned William K. Some of the other guests on King World News. There is a fellow named Andrew McGuire, who's a former trader on the LBMA, the London Bullion Market Association, which is essentially the London version of the COMEX, where he witnessed a lot of the manipulation that's been taking place. At, back in 2010, he actually notified the CFTC, which is essentially the SEC of the commodities business. And he actually told them... And you can you can Google this and uh, find if you Google Andrew McGuire and King World News, you can find where he actually wrote to the CFTC in advance of a manipulation, described how the market would be manipulated, how it would play out in advance, and then walked the guy, the regulator, through it as it happened. All of which he nailed, only to then be uninvited from the follow-up meeting. That was supposed to be held among the CFTC, which was just one of several, let's say, coincidences that have occurred throughout this ongoing saga that is, is almost amazing in that I don't know if there's ever been anything like this in financial history where you've had a market that so many people have begun and now I don't mean necessarily that that many people in the public, but certainly within the crowd of people that trade silver in particular, but also gold that have begun to notice the manipulations, which just seems so counterintuitive to what's been actually going on in the world, which helped really make them stand out. Yet still the regulators, it, it almost seems as if they're intentionally looking away Again, I've mentioned before, it's it's funny that I, I contacted the regulators myself at one point and voiced some of the concerns I had and said that, you know, there's there's been a lot of evidence and presented it to them about what's been going on in the market. And only one of them responded, but it was Bart Chilton, who perhaps you're familiar with, or you can Google some of the interviews Bart gave before he left, which matched pretty much what he said in the email to me where it was essentially, hey, well, I'm doing everything I can. It takes three out of five to vote. But you can look at some of the interviews that I've given where I've talked about the manipulation. If you Google Arcadia Economics and Bart Chilton, you'll probably find the interview we 
we we grabbed a clip of him on RT News, the Russian uh, news channel that actually amazingly has better information about the U.S. markets than the Wall Street Journal or the traditional news sources. But in either case, Chilton was on there basically saying that he had seen and witnessed manipulations in the market. And keep in mind that when the one of the latest investigatory probes into the market and whether silver was being manipulated was closed, you know, there was never any statement where Chilton or any of the other commissioners said that there wasn't manipulation, just that they couldn't prove it, which is also pretty baffling considering the, you know, the, the unending trail of information that's come forward. But how that ties back to Dutch gold is that at some point we're going to reach that last bar where someone is going to realize that a lot of the metal that we thought was there isn't there and leading to really the short squeeze of the ages. And I, I do, I've heard many people say, and I completely agree, this, this would have to be the largest financial scandal in history. Certainly the numbers just continue to get bigger in general, but especially, you know, I guess maybe certainly the, the housing debacle was a big one because certainly that's such a big and public market that, and that affected everyone. But to the degree that I continue to wonder if the gold and silver market being exposed as manipulated and finding out that most of the gold in the U.S. is gone. I wonder if that really serves as a spark, a real market jolt that kind of pushes this fragile house of cards off the table or onto the table or whatever happens when you actually tip over the house of cards. I, I don't know if anyone's ever gotten to that part of the phrasing of it, but anyways, to think of what's actually going to happen, how some of these events are, are going to unfold. It's, it's just stunning. But that's the thing. It's, it's almost like they, they, sometimes I wonder what else could happen that could make people who aren't seeing what the Fed is doing or how manipulated the markets are. It's like what else could happen to make them see it outside of, unfortunately, what I think is going to happen is that it's going to come down to a situation where we get a margin call as a global economy. And then just like people realize, oh, yeah, these there were clear problems with the housing market. Of course, this was going to unfold and implode in the way it did. It was it, it couldn't have worked. Similar along those lines, I think looking back in hindsight, it's going to be easy for many people to see. I think it's easy for people to see now if they are really looking for the information. I think it's also worth noting that every column that Ted Butler writes that I remember it was early on when I was investigating the gold and silver and it was one of those, reminded me of one of those courtroom drama movies where someone just lays out so much irrefutable evidence that leaves you wondering all right, well, what other possible explanation could there be and on top of it, he also sends each column to the CFTC, J.P. Morgan, Jamie Dimon, the head of J.P. Morgan, 
their board of directors. So it's not as if he's trying to go around anyone's back. And, and, and what, that's what I've always liked about Ted. He's a very detail oriented, honest guy that is explaining, you know, just what the reports and data is saying that leads to a very, you know, and again, Ted's research is one of many data points that led me to be able to feel very easily that, you know, and again, factoring in a, a, about a decade of trading experience in the equity option markets, which in some ways I always thought it, it, there were similarities to the gold market, just in which it's a smaller by attention wise market. It's just not, it's one of those markets that there, if something goes on in that market, the public generally might not know about it. Whereas when there's a big stock market event, that's something that just is more in the news. So doesn't mean these things aren't happening, but just it depends on where you're looking. And again, with the Dutch pulling their gold back, now maybe they just decided to pull their gold back for who knows what reason, but, you know, regardless of some of the, the baffling things these banks and governments do, you would think eventually even these guys would start to realize that a lot of these banks can't be trusted. Of course, a couple of years ago, we saw Venezuela repatriate their gold. And again, as we mentioned before, in China and India, they continue to pull in gold at just stunning amounts. And certainly any supply and demand that I've looked at leads to a picture where the numbers just don't add up. Eric Sprott has commented several times about how these numbers just don't add up. And sometimes when the numbers don't add up, it's a manipulated market. And certainly if more banks start repatriating their gold, well, it will be interesting to see in that case if we hit that break point. And, well, to me, it's really a matter of when we hit that break point. And eventually someone says, I want to buy gold or take back physical possession of my gold and the inventory is just depleted. And perhaps that's a spark that changes the world as we know it. So it's going to be fascinating to watch. Click that subscribe button so you can stay tuned to Radio Arcadia where we'll keep you up to date. You can also go check out our website at ArcadiaEconomics.com and there's a free column that comes out every Monday that I like to think of getting tomorrow's economic news today, which it's very rare that you can do that. But certainly, thanks to government incompetence and bankster fraud, one of the upsides to that situation is that that's exactly what their actions create. So we're going to keep you posted on these things ahead of time before they happen and give you the information you need so that no matter what situation you're in, whether it's from a career investment or business standpoint, you can have the tools you need so you can feel comfortable and confident going forward and knowing that you're prepared for whatever curveballs might come our way. And with that said, I hope you're having a beautiful night wherever you may be, and God bless you all.